Welcome to the... <laughs> no, 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 I can't do that. Let's try another one. Uh, how about this? <laughs> no, no, that won't work either. Let's try this. get on board with that. Let's roll with it. Welcome to the Begin the Begin podcast. My name is Jeff Hillemeyer, and I'm on a mission to find out what makes people tick. Not just anyone, people who are making a profound impact on the world. I want to dig into their origin story and get to the root of why and how they do what they do. I hope you are as inspired coming out of these conversations as I am. Let's get into it. In this episode, Alex Gonzalez joins me as we talk about the lessons we learned in 2020 and what we're going to focus on in 2021 to make sure it's a great year. And hey, while I've got you, definitely consider subscribing on whatever platform you're listening on. I have a lot of great guests lined up that, trust me, you won't want to miss. Okay, let's get into it. Happy New Year, Alex. Uh, I'm pretty excited about this year coming up. How about you? I think this is probably the most anticipated New Year that <laughs> anybody, anybody, you know, and, and you you and I have lived through, you know, the uh, going to into 99 to 2000, you know, then mm-hmm. with the Prince mm-hmm. song and everything. But I think this is what people have just been waiting for. So <laughs> so looking forward to the uh, 2021 in a, in, a, in a fresh start. Yeah, agreed. I'm, I'm pumped about this New Year. And to your point, like, I don't know that I've ever been ready to just shake off a year and jump into the new one. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so I was thinking, and I'd love for you to tell me, as you think about um, lessons learned, you know, mm. I, I think we're both uh, reflective on experience and trying to learn from experience. And so 2020, gosh, there were so many things that happened to both of us this year and certainly to, to everybody. Um, is there a thing or two that you're thinking that you've learned or that you're going to apply to this upcoming year? Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a great question. And, uh, you know, it's probably a couple things. Um, you know, the first thing I, I, I would say that, um, you know, and, and this gets, uh, I'm thinking around the time back in uh, uh, March and April um, as uh, COVID was really taking hold and then um, getting kind of, getting pretty much kind of my business hat on and, um, and the economy just, you know, stopped or, or, or business just froze. And, and, and look, you know, my, my whole world um, is so centered around innovation. And, um, and, and I remember thinking, is this going to just really freeze innovation in, in, its, in its tracks and people are going to just kind of go into their, into their shells and move forward? And one, one thing I realized is that um, it, innovation actually does not stop for anybody. And um, if there's a lesson definitely from this year is if anything, um, it accelerated at such a pace, and I think we all could 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 see it. I mean, now it caused some some issues. It definitely caused some devastation economically for some businesses, if, as some companies gone bankrupt and so forth. But some of that was not because of uh, it was because of the demand pressures, but it, but it also was that it, we accelerated innovation. Things accelerated so quickly. And you know, retail—the face of retail—probably changed overnight. Even though it was destined to be there over the next ten years, mm-hmm. what happened to the big box stores and all that accelerated 
um, you know, we're seeing it in, uh, in, in the digital and the media business and, and, and that whole model, which is still shaking itself out, just accelerated. And so for me, there's definitely a, a massive lesson about um, innovation stops for, for, for no one. And, and not out of, you know, any one person saying, this is what we're going to do. It's just it's a way, you know, the economy, consumers and all behave. And by the way, it has other impacts in terms of also, so coming into this year, you know, how do you keep that mentality of being dynamic and constantly driving change and being nimble and, and seizing or embracing opportunity? Because if you don't, you, you might get left behind and, 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 and there's real ramifications to that with jobs and so forth and whatnot. But the other part of it too is that you know, you, you know, how do you also help entrepreneurs embrace that and take advantage of that as well too in terms of you pivot. So I think that 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 element that in all environments, whether it's negative things are happening in the world, or even when not so negative things are happening in the world, how do you use innovation as a tool to move mm-hmm. forward, mm-hmm. and also recognizing it's not going to stop. So you got to kind of keep moving forward on that. Yeah, and and I think. You said something earlier that I that I think is really interesting, in that um, most of the innovation that I saw, including in the businesses that I run, were things that um, were likely going to need exactly. to happen, right? And and this just accelerated that, right? And so to your point, like with e-commerce and delivery, um, here's a good example. Um, uh, the other day, um, we got Mellow Mushroom, mm-hmm. and uh, which is a client of Dragon Armies, um, uh, but they uh, they never delivered before. Um, at least the, okay. the ones near us and they deliver now. <laughs> so now there's been plenty of times when we're like, not because of, you know, a pandemic, but we just were like, well, we can't get out. So we're going to have to deliver. Oh, we can't have mellow mushroom. Right. And so right. now they figured out delivery because they had to. Um, and so, but, but for, for the things that you're working on, cause you're always, I, I find you to be um, as innovative as anybody that um, I know um, from various lenses. Right. Um, yeah. Is there, are there things you're going to apply this coming year um, based on um, innovating or have, have the things you're working on needed to innovate? Look, I think it's just accelerating um, what it is. I, I mean, we'll tell you in the entrepreneurism realm um, is definitely helping entrepreneurs and particularly in our community here in Atlanta. How do we help bring our entrepreneurs to, to the full success and particularly inclusive entrepreneurism? One, one thing, this is maybe to... Uh, just kind of on the side here, but it kind of relates to the topic from an entrepreneurism perspective. But one of the things that has occurred is we're seeing significant impact for entrepreneurs um, over this past year that are black, um, Latino, or women. Um, in fact, there is like, just an article in the Wall Street Journal talking about the impact of women during this past year. So, so I believe that, um, so some of my work is just how do we continue accelerating, particularly making our community the most inclusive from entrepreneurism. And, and, and of course, it's socially good, but it's frankly needed to be able to drive the pace of innovation because we need everybody really at the, at the table. We need, the, we need our entrepreneurs and our leaders of innovation to really be at the table and to really be able to have the tools and the capital and, um, and be empowered to, to be able to lead their businesses, to be able to bring their ideas forward, because that's how you maximize the changes in this world they're going to take from a holistic perspective. So that's one. But the second thing, uh, Jeff, I, I mean, you, you know, whether it's Disruptor Studio or whether it's you know the books or the stuff we talk about, that mindset of of thinking innovatively is so important right now. And look, it, the stuff that that's happened in twenty twenty. Um, 
um, there's going to be ramifications in 2021, 22, 23, um, even beyond just the, you know, COVID impact, but also just the impact in terms of, you know, how business works and the pace of it. And I think uh, continuing to understand the lessons of how people, and, you know, we just talked about restaurants, you know, talked about Mellow Mushroom, who some people would say, well, yeah, it kind of makes sense they went to delivery. But, you know, someone I've had in the studio before, Ford Fry, how he took his high-end restaurants to all of a sudden be able to do an incredible job doing curbside service and delivering all that and pivot and still maintain the, the brand integrity of what they are. Those are things to continue to explore. And so, you know, I still think there's, you know, for, for me, there's, there's this purpose I have to continue to kind of relay those lessons to the world because that mental nimbleness is yeah. part of what drives innovation. So I think those are the two things I would take forward. How do we help our entrepreneurs, particularly inclusive entrepreneurship? But the second thing, continuing to build that leadership muscle about being innovative, flexible, dynamic, and transformative. Yeah, I love that. Um, how, how about how about you, Jeff? What's what's a what's a lesson that you uh, um, mm-hmm. got from twenty twenty? I know there's probably many, but what's what kind of stood out? Yeah, the thing that rises to the top for me is I reflect on this past year um, and wanting to be um, more purposeful about in twenty twenty one is uh, is focusing more uh, on on fewer things mm. and and really leaning in deeply to the to the few things that I that I really want to. Uh, pay attention to and make an impact on. Um, you know, when I talk about purpose, I, I talk about then the lens that I apply my purpose to, which is sort of three focus areas. Um, it's my family, it's it's work, and then doing good. And so what I want to try to do is, is focus more uh, on fewer things. Um, and I think that's the trick with entrepreneurship or just leadership in general, is that you can always find yourself stretched too thin and saying yes to things maybe you shouldn't. And when havoc um, and chaos reigns like it did this past year, you, you really realize that time is precious. Um, and so for me, I'm going to try to be even more purposeful about the things that I'm doing. Um, th- this podcast being one, right? Like yeah, I want to yeah. make sure that we're Good, doing we have it. like a 20 year, you know, contact with each other. So <laughs> exactly. <you're> better be. <laughs> Essentially lifetime. Exactly. Um, so yeah, like, like that's an example. Like I want to make sure that, um, you know, I have time for this, that, that I'm putting the, the, the work in that we're doing a good job. Right. And I think that like, I could apply that to family as well. Like I'm trying hard to make sure that I'm, um, uh, embracing this amazing time when I get to be with my kids all the time. Right. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's challenges with that. Like I'm hoping no one knocks on the door right now and, and interrupts this. But, um, at the same time, I know once it goes away, it'll probably never come back again. Even if I work from home right. more often, they're going to go back to school. Right. And so, uh, I think just looking at that and, and focusing more is, is where I'm going to, um, really uh, uh, make sure that I'm purposeful about in 2021. And do you see that as a, uh, so one, I, I would, by the way, I 100% agree with you. I think that if anything that came out, I agree, this deliberateness that yeah. comes from this, both in terms of a, a pragmatic part of it, like, wow, I've had this time at home and all that, so I could be more specific. And I know for some people, by the way, it actually created more expansion, right? It created a, a little bit more chaos too, mm-hmm. um, if they've worked from home. So there's a lot of different variables but also just being appreciative of time and the value of it. Yeah. And um, I think that's probably where you're going for from the macro perspective. And so let me be really deliberate in what I do in, in, in my life mm-hmm. um, because life is precious. So would you, is that, is that part of a big part of your kind of centering of your I think reasoning the, for doing that? Yeah, I think deliberate's a good, a good point. Um, and I think that um, 
you know, for me, it's as we've talked before, I think on previous episodes, like we should be focusing on the things in terms of our businesses and the things we're working on that, that only we can do. Right. Mm -hmm. That's sort of a thing that I tell CEOs um, is like, you should be doing the things that only you can do as much as possible. And um, I think what, what, what happened to me this year, there was a period of time where I couldn't work and that forced me to rely specifically with Dragon Army on um, Jen Leahy, who, who I just recently right. promoted to president. Um, but it showed me that there are there were more things that she can take take and run and, and that I shouldn't be doing anymore that she's actually much better at. And so just like taking stock and like, you know, making a list of, of what are the things that that I shouldn't be doing um, because other people can do them better um, or outsourcing them or, you know, so I think that's, yes, being deliberate about time because it's so precious um, and being focused when I'm in the time. So like, again, you don't want to be with your kids more, but yet distracted the whole time. So uh, deliberateness, I think is, is a good way to look at it. Well, and in your community side too, that, that, that to to you is probably, because I know you're the the, the most community centered person I know in terms of everything, you know, as you know, just look up Jeff's LinkedIn, you'll see all the community, (laughs) all the nonprofits he has started and continues to start. So do you see, do you see that as a challenge or even more as an opportunity for you? Because um, I I know you really um, sincerely, authentically enjoy and appreciate doing more for the community, but do you see that as a challenge or an opportunity to just focus on what you have going on right now? Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Um, certainly I see it as an opportunity, um, but it's, it, here's, what's important to me. It it sort of always has been in my life. If I'm going to do something, I want to do it all the way and I want to do it with quality. You know, I may not be the most creative or brilliant, um, strategist, but if I'm going to put my mind to something, um, I really want to make sure that I do the work, um, and that I, uh, that I stick with it and see it through. And so for yeah. me, that does mean saying no to other things. Like, you know, I'm sure like you, I get asked to be part of yep. different um, community involvements and it's hard to say no. Um, and so like this year, I think I'm going to drop off on one of the nonprofits I'm involved in, um, but not the ones that I started, but ones that I'm um, <laughs> on the board of um, and focus on the ones that really need my attention. Right. Like, <clears throat> I think we talked about this Um the, the, the Woodruff Art Center that I was on the board of for about a year, they didn't really need me. Um, mm. They've got brilliant people around the table who have experience in the arts or raising that kind of money. And what, what needs me is sort of things that are uh, launching or that are really need momentum um, right. to get to the leader that then can take it. So yeah, I think that's, I think uh, deliberateness um, and seeing that as an opportunity with community, I think is certainly important. Um, what what about you? Is there anything else that you think about as you as you look forward to this year? Yeah, probably um, very related to that. Um, but but one thing what I'll mention, um, you know, that I think is important that everybody take forward. Um, then then I have this just this one this one item that I think relates to what you just said. But I, I, there's the reflectiveness you talk about is also comes from um, having the time and space to be able to reflect as well too. And um, and that was forced upon, not, not everybody had that luxury um, as well. Because one thing, obviously, I think a lot of people who, who, who watch this and listen to this um, are in situations where that was also had a lot of space. But we know a lot of people that do not, obviously. But that, that space to reflect is so critical and powerful. And, and, do, and, and, and as you go into a world where it's not going to be forced upon you, and, and, and let's hope that it will never be forced upon us like it was this year, 
but then it's it's how do we reflect and how do we force that space and time to be reflective and be thoughtful i think is important for everybody to take forward i'm a huge proponent of that for everybody and, and businesses and all that to do that so that's one thing i'll mention but uh, but i think uh, uh you know jeff kind of kind of to, to kind of put a bow on on the on what you just mentioned um definitely this year um the um and i remember early on um uh some some business leaders kind of for looking forward in terms of so many people being at home, particularly working from home and spending more time with family. And again, for the, knowing that there's those who may not have had the opportunity to do so, but time with family and that deliberate and being deliberate about it is something I want to bring forward. And you just mentioned it before. I mean, it's going to be, we, we know that as much as we would like to spend time, as much time with our family, we know that as, as the world opens up and we start traveling and all that, it's going to be difficult to, but one thing I want to bring forward into 21, 22, 23, and forever and ever is being deliberate about time with family. And um, whether it's simple things as, you know, playing board games or having, you know, now adult kids or college kids together and really making value out of the time together versus just being next to each other. Yeah. Um, that to me is so important. And one thing I definitely bring out of uh, uh, last year with all the negativity and everything going on is having family around and not taking that for granted. And again, yeah. even in the grander scheme of things of really being appreciative of having them around, because I know there's a lot of um, reasons why people aren't around, you know, this past year with everything that's going on, uh, really cherishing that. And, and, you know, and, and believe me, our, our family vacations will have take on new meaning, um, but, but not just into that, but, but even those those weekends or weeknights that we're together, will I will definitely value, and I'm sure that's something. That, I know that's something you kind of mentioned, and you will value as well too. Yeah, it really was interesting this year because um, not being able to be with certain family members, um, yeah. not be not being able to be celebrating holidays necessarily with people. You know, I think that you're right. Like just really making sure that that you're. Um, appreciative of that time because you know like you said like kids are going to go to college like all these things happen but yeah. this year was really forced on us uh in 2020 was to uh to, to to be appreciative of that time that when we do get it yeah 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 you bring up two perspectives as you know because obviously with our family unit that that have been kind of quarantined together mm-hmm. um you know i'm definitely miss that as people disperse more in, into the world. So valuing, you know, that kind of core group of our family, but yeah, you bring up a great point too for extended family that, that, you know, dearly missed or, and, and even friends and being deliberate about those times, not taking them for granted in terms of being able to connect with people yeah. or that that's something I'm definitely going to take in a 21 as well too. So, you know, so we could do the show you know live and have people around us. And right. so forth, so. <laughs> we've never, that's the thing. Like we've never done this show live. <laughs> exactly. It'll be interesting it. dynamics. I'm like, you know, I know Jeff wants a bigger dressing room than mine. So we'll deal, we'll deal with all that stuff as we, as we get uh, into I have, it. A, I have a complicated writer that is going to have exactly to right. <laughs> deliver well, these colored M&Ms. <laughs> uh, boy, I just want lobster. That's all Jeff. But, um, we can well, do it. well, well, what is, uh, you know, everybody out there, so w- what lessons do you take from 2020 into 2021? What are some commitments you're making to yourself? What are lessons you learned? What what are they? So write about, write to us, you know, in our on, on the comments here on our, if you're watching on YouTube, on our YouTube channel or on our social media channels, as this comes out, we'd love to hear from you and keep the conversation going. And both Jeff and I do sincerely hope that you're having a happy new year as we begin and you have an incredible 2021 that we all are very much looking forward to so jeff once again happy new year happy new year 
Wow, you made it to the end of the podcast. I didn't think people did that anymore. Well, since I still have you, I'd love for you to do two things. First, subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. That way you'll be alerted as soon as I post my next one. And second, I'd love for you to subscribe to my email newsletter. I send out an email every week or two, and it's really where I share my more personal thoughts and ideas. Plus, I give stuff away sometimes. You can find the sign up at my blog, jeffhillemeyer.com. And I really do appreciate you listening. 